0: is, in, our, in your opinion, can gender-based violence ever end? And who can really end it? Can gender-based violence ever end, and who can really end it? Are there any takers?
1: Hmm?
2: I'm going to answer quickly. Okay. Oh, Musa is answering. Okay.
0: Okay, Musa answer then.
2: Okay. Okay. I was
3: gonna give Rebecca chance. Okay. So I think. I think. <laughs> <laughs> if, my, if you could see my face, I'm actually red. I don't even know what to do. Um, ending i mean i I think we can start the process of of understanding exactly what it is right because my my concern and my worry is that for the most part there's still so much to learn from what gender violence really i mean gender-based violence really really is especially and i think especially in the context of men uh-huh. I, I, really, I feel like I want to challenge and I want to, I want to say this and like you know just from the get go that unfortunately men are not vulnerable and open enough about this topic for us to understand what could be so wrong that they've decided to be violent towards women specifically in the, in the context of South Africa where men are more violent towards, uh, towards women and other gender groups especially if they're not recognized as the masculine figures that they feel they should be recognized as if they're gay and you know queer and all these other stuff so my concern is we lack the understanding of why the person who would commit a violent act would even start to act like that and because we lack that piece of information we may understand the anger that women have towards it. We understand the experience that they go through and the fact that they're angry and we are livid, like we are saying on the group, I mean, on the chats. But we don't necessarily understand the stance of men and the part that they play in this problem. And because of that, it's going to be very hard to end it. So until men come and become honest about what's going on, as honest as possible, then that's when we can start to end it so who can end it it's everyone playing their part but mostly it should start with the conversation with men and i think that's where
2: i am thank you musa um okay i guess i'll throw my comment in here quickly and then we'll give Valencia a chance um so i think that yeah you know i think similar to what musa is saying we can take steps towards ending it but I think, you know, saying, will it end? I mean, will violence end? You know, the fact is there's always going to be violence. There's always going to be injustice, you know, in this world that we live in. Unfortunately, this side of heaven, that's how it is. Um, But obviously increasing awareness, speaking up more about it, those are all steps in, yeah, towards an end, I guess. That's just, yeah, the way I see it. Okay. Um Balentle, you can you can go.
1: Um I think with the question of can it end, I think we haven't like it's not something that we should look at, you know, the end goal because usually when we focus on the end goal we want to get there by any means possible at some point like there's this thing of you know getting to the finish line by that I think more importantly it's to start making it or forming the habit of actively having open dialogue having these conversations having action based you know like having the action of actively stopping gender-based violence or whatever like to to have those steps so that they become a habit so that it's just something that we're now so used to then you know at some point we won't even see that there's gender-based violence anymore like we won't exactly pinpoint where it it had ended because we had made everyone you know like we've made the steps and the conscious decision of not having this as a norm first. So having the question of, can it end? Yes, it can, if the, I won't say correct, but if if measures are taken to it. So more so focusing on the end goal, but focusing on the act of having it end, that it becomes a habit. Because when you're used to, a habit becomes something that's just, you know, like when you, when you have a habit, it's it's very... What is it? I lost my English. Um, Yeah, but having it as a habit so that we actively do it, consciously do it, and repeatedly do it so that when it actually ends, it's over because we've been making those conscious decisions we've been making and taking those actions. And like Musa said, everybody, um, not who, like everybody is the who that can end it because, gender-based violence is not just one gender um, violating another. It's, it, it's vice versa. It's, it's, it's not specific to just females. It's not specific to just males. So everyone needs to, I guess, shape up, take their role in actively making the decision to stop that hurt and that violence. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.
2: Cool, thanks. Um, Okay, let's give Rhea
4: a chance. Um, uh, I want to be an optimist, but uh, (laughs) I think I'm inherently very, (laughs) I'm a Capricorn, so inherently I'm very senile and um, I like to say I'm a realist, but some say I'm a pessimist. So I'm going to say no (laughs) for now, for now, (laughs) I'm going to say no for now. Based on the fact that the only people who are fighting, who are truly, truly, you know, 10 toes down about it, about it, fighting this, are like the actual victims or survivors. And I feel like only the victims and the survivors are fighting GBV, but the people who can actually make change, whether it's in ideology or policy or reparations and reprimanding, are the perpetrators of GBV. So perpetrators in the sense that they are actually the ones doing the crime or perpetrators because they are sympathizers or people who uphold the patriarchy. Um, you know, someone asked in the chat, where are all the gents? Yes. They're on Twitter saying, guys, we need to be better gents and see." That's it. That's the whole scene. It's we need to be better gents. Okay, guys, cut. Good job, everyone. Like, that's what I feel like it always is. It's very performative and i think gbv needs activism and the root word of activism is act and not in the sense that we need disingenuous performances but we need people to act to do deeds to do the work and i just don't see it and to quote one of my friends she wrote a poem last year and like like the poem starts off with this thing where it says um when men men when men finally stand up Um, it will be to stand on our graves and I feel like that's always resonated with me because it just feels like you know I just don't see people standing up like sometimes a little bit like of you know like someone trying to get up or they're on their knees but like no one's really standing up for us and I feel like the only time I'll see someone take a real stance on GBV is like once we're all dead and gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the you change change <laughs> <laughs> sorry i didn't hear that
0: i'm 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 i was just joking i was basically saying maybe you need to change friends because you're they're very depressive uh, <laughs> we'll stand up for <laughs> you leaves Ha! Huh? you mm-hmm. change friends you. but i understand i get it um and it's very true
2: I feel like we should let KB speak because he also had that comment.
0: KB and then Nondi. Yes. Okay.
5: I may have spaced, but very quickly, Rebecca, weren't you going to say something? Or did you say it already? I'm sorry if I spaced. And
2: my comment was just that I, I mean, I also feel it won't really end this side of heaven. That was my...
5: Opinion. Oh, I remember you saying that. Sorry. Yes, you did say that. Sorry. Um. Okay. Uh... Okay, so, as a male that stands before you here today, I'm one who interacts with a lot of males, especially younger ones, um, and that people, some people, for whatever reason, look up to. I'd also want to ask the question, like, what what do you guys have to say specifically to someone like me? I don't, Because I can say, for instance, I haven't seen anyone directly address me today, which is fine, that's okay, but now, just let... Let's try and use an opportunity as um, like what type of stuff would you guys have? So like now, also if I just have to share my own thoughts with regards to problem solving um, and with regards to, I don't want to say mitigating, but just the whole issue and moving away from it, solving it, let's say. Um, To me, like one thing that comes to mind is like asking, how do we, how do we, how do we stop car crashes and then people a lot of the time like a lot of what's going on irate is people saying yo stop crashing like stop getting into car crashes stop getting into accidents but now there are so many underlying things that that get someone to 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 that lead up to someone being in a car crash you know like what were they doing like what's going on in their mind like if you don't have a conscious that has good driving habits, for instance. I mean, that's one big thing it comes down to. Then it's very, very likely that you get into a car crash, for instance. You hear what I'm saying? And that's the type of stuff that I think we don't focus on too much. Like honestly, if the campaigns were just don't get into car crashes, that does that and unfortunately doesn't uh, um get down to the root of the problem with regards to helping people be more aware because yeah Yeah, it's i I really think it's down to just the things in between that people need to improve or correct or reform and um for instance there's this chat with with regards to the prison system and, and rape and stuff and there are a lot of people that want rapists to feel pain basically they want them to be punished they want them to feel the same fear that has been a fault by women and stuff, for instance. I understand that, I, I deeply understand that. Um, and I mean, there's also there's also messages about the death penalty coming back and, and um, castration and stuff. And to me, these are forms of fear and just almost spiteful punishment that don't, they really, for me, they don't get rid of the problem, for instance. Um, And I may have mentioned this in the previous part, I may have not, I don't know, I talk about it a lot, but it's something that I really like is, for instance, in Sweden, the way prisons work there is that they are not, the, the, the principle of those prisons is not incarceration, it's rehabilitation, which makes sense because putting someone away, confining them And then hoping that after a certain amount of time or just keeping them away from society creates a better society. That's not how it works. Um, Society doesn't get better simply by just removing bad things or keeping bad things in one area. It actually gets better by introducing good things, better habits, um, improved behaviors and whatnot, you know, type of thing. So... I really think it goes down to deeper levels, of course, of how we bring up the boy child, the girl child, how they interact with each other. Also, just workplaces. um, Screening people. I think that should really be a thing. I think that psychometric screening should really be a thing because you get people in positions that are trusted with so much more than we actually think about. And then there are so many disasters that come up. For instance, what happened at the post office with Uyuna last year? I really yeah so I really think like psychometric testing should be a very strong thing reform should be a really strongly implemented thing um and yeah child rearing um counseling should be a thing of course relationship counseling should be a more prevalent thing uh therapy in general psychological therapy should be a more prevalent thing if you ask me but a lot of a lot of these things are taboo you're seen as weak or as having problems that you don't want to admit to the world People are going to say blah, blah, blah. But um, that's how I see us moving forward. And of course, there's always an element of evil, of wrongness and whatnot in the world. But I don't know. I look at countries like Sweden, and I do see um, a lot of progressive action and behavior and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, There's always different sides to the scale. But yeah, that's what I see anyway.
2: Yeah, thank you. You Please in the chat what you're saying is also we need to address we need to break it down and the underlying issues need to be addressed um, which I think is
1: a very good point
2: okay let's hear from Nandi and I think she'll be the last one hey? Yeah. Um, okay to
6: answer will it end I don't think that it will end however I think we can find a way in order to um to reduce like the amount of gender-based violence that is going on you know but it will take a while like it's all it's a thing of like people like what people think is right or wrong um also how um because the reason why guys may like you know inflict pain upon a woman is because he has been through a lot of things and it's his way of dealing with the trauma and all, but I feel like now, you know, with the generation that we will be raising, it should be a thing of we should raise our kids in a sense where obviously they will experience trauma or like they'll see things in life, but we need to find a way to normalize for specifically male to open up about how they feel about certain things. We need to normalize having conversations with children from a young age, understanding how they process different traumas in order to avoid such situations because I personally don't think a man will just want to inflict pain on a woman because he just wants to do it. It's either because of an ego or he has been through pain, and that is how he deals with it. Or that is basically the basis of, like, gender-based violence. doesn't have to just necessarily be a male inflicting pain on a female, but, yeah, it can be from a different gender. All
0: right. Thank thank you, Nandi. Um, I, I... I obviously ask this question because, um, you know, when we wanna when we wanna get into the point of creating solutions, interventions, um, some we have to be able to identify what will drive us the most. The idea that this thing could end, and that's what pushes you, or the idea that. Decreasing it will be enough. You know, what will be the goal for you that can then help you think deeply about it? My personal opinion or my personal viewpoint is I think the goal in my mind would be that gender-based violence to simply exist because the perpetrators are inherently evil people. Mm. You know, I think the microaggressions or whatever are just so normalized because of how society is. So many good people, and that's probably why gender based violence is so tricky and messy and silent, is that the perpetrators aren't monsters. They are our fathers, they are our pastas, they are our brothers, they are our colleagues. And there's this weird vibe that for 95% of the time, I think you're good to me. But this 5% almost dehumanizes 100% of me. Then I feel conflicted. Um, and I would love a society where that's so where I we can just call you if eh? Call you satane, and that's why you cannot be around us, and send you to prison, and we, you need to be worked on there. Because um, currently, gender-based violence, for me, part of why men push back so strongly is so many are guilty. And that's why it's personal, you know, um, versus... Versus the idea when men want us to put the bar at, but I don't rape men because on that one they feel more confident that they're not guilty. You know, I don't directly beat a woman to a power Yeah, you know, if that's the standard they want to put um, the measuring stick at, it's because they feel they're less likely to be guilty of that. But when we talk about gender-based violence from the position of microaggressions, many of us are guilty, and That is what I would want um, programs to try and address directly so that we can truly say is just evil and they need to be